My name is Chadwick J. Suet, and I'm your host on this little shindig we take together every once in a while. Um, for those of you who are f just tuning in for the first time, I'm going to mess with the gain for a second until I feel the audio quality is optimal. Um, okay, good. Did that. Um, let's see, where do we begin? Again, my name is Chadwick J. Suet. Welcome to the Element of Surprise. And uh, I'm just going to kind of go off the, you know, off the cuff with this one. I'm just going to kind of wing it. I was going to do topic roulette, but, uh, you know, lack of topics led to lack of topic roulette, and then I just didn't want to sit down and watch a movie, so, uh, which I know, that's that's odd for me, that's that's very different for me, but, uh, so that's why I'm just recording off the cuff today, but uh, we're going to see what we come up with, it is the element of surprise after all, maybe, maybe we'll surprise myself, who knows. Um, before I get into that, though, if you want to check us out, Go to www.facebook.com backslash EOS Mentally Irregular. That is our Facebook page. You can see everything that's going on with the element of surprise there. Um, also, give us a like and a review. And check out the uh, EOS group. If you join the EOS group, which uh, pretty much uh, the majority of people I've noticed do. And uh, I also want to thank Bill Signs for including more people and in spreading the word about the element of surprise, by the way. He's uh, been very big and very big help on getting the word out there about us and uh, keeping keeping uh, the listeners engaged in my uh, absence there for two months. Um, he just kept, apparently he just kept telling people, well, I promise he's going to do something. It's coming. But uh, thank you, Bill. Um, other than that, you can hear all the episodes at uh, podbean.com. Just type in, uh, you know, go up to your web browser and type in eosmentallyirregular.podbean.com, and that's where you'll find all our episodes. So, uh, without further ado, let's get right into it. You know what I was thinking about um, just actually about 25, 30 minutes ago? I was getting, maybe about an hour ago, I was getting my son ready for school, and he's just, you know, wildly misbehaving. So, you know, as, as kids are prone to do from time to time. <clears throat> so, I was just thinking about that, and uh, as he's misbehaving, I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, you know what would be really cool is A, if he was behaving, and B, if, you know how the uh, the old conscience, the old uh, little devil jumping up on your shoulder, and little angel and devil figures that pop up on your shoulder whenever you know you're about to make a bad decision? Um, I want those in my life, but I want them to specifically be Danny DeVito on one shoulder and Rip Torn on the other shoulder, but I haven't decided uh, who I want to be, the angel or the devil, because I think they could both play both parts. Um, you know, on I, I, a lot of it, like immediately with Rip Torn, I immediately went to, oh, well, Rip Torn's going to be the devil and Danny DeVito's going to be there as, just as the cherub, but then I, I flipped them and it was equally as entertaining for me. 
So, uh, you know, maybe that's that's where we'll start. I would you, After you guys hear this, maybe you can give me your feedback and let me know what you think. Who should be the angel? Who should be the devil? Rip Torn and Danny DeVito. In, in my head, it goes like this. You know, DeVito pops up on one shoulder, and this is the angel scenario. He's the angel scenario. So, you know, like, uh, I've been very, very uh, forthcoming with the fact that I quit drinking uh, heavily. Like, I think I've had uh, a few drinks around the house with, uh, you know, with, with Ash in our free time. But it's only been, like, twice in the past two years. Maybe three times total. As opposed to before when it was like, hey, let's, uh, what are we doing today after work? I know, let's get completely shit-faced, not remember anything, wake up tomorrow and be like, what day is this? Oh, shit, I gotta go to work which was the way it used to be, versus now where it's just like, do you want to have a drink tonight? Eh, maybe. Maybe not. And then it doesn't happen, and then you go, you get back later, and it's like, I thought we were going to have a bottle, have a glass of wine earlier. It's like, yeah, but we didn't. Nobody gives a shit. So, But, uh, you know, in this scenario, it's like, oh, man, I haven't had a drink in two years. I, I, that bar's looking really tempting. And then DeVito pops up on my shoulder, and he's the angel, and he's like, hey... I don't think that's such a good idea. You don't want to do that. It's my DeVito impression, by the way. It's just terrible. But, you know, just imagine Danny DeVito's voice, like, as the Penguin from, um, you know, or Frank Reynolds from uh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia or the Penguin from Batman Returns. And he's just trying to dissuade me from going in. And, uh, you know, he's got, he's dressed like a cherub. He's got, like, the little diaper on and the tiny wings on his back. And for some reason, even though he's a... Uh, spiritual advisor conscience that pops up on my shoulder i still imagine he's suspended by uh, visible strings because of the very poor uh, production quality of my conscience and then on the other hand you get rip torn and he pops up and he's the devil and he's got the devil costume on uh much like um just like the very traditional comic booky uh cliche devil costume like what john candy wore in that one quick scene in plane trains and automobiles where uh, Steve Martin looked over at him and imagined him as the devil driving them into hell. And uh, just like that, you know, pitchfork, uh, full red skin-tight bodysuit with the hood with the little horns on it, black cape, that whole thing. And Rip Torn pops up and he's like, no, you gotta do it. And, you know, I don't know why that was Rip Torn. That didn't sound a goddamn thing like Rip Torn did it. But um, not relevant. The point is, is that uh, they uh, they they pop up and they're my conscience, and you know, it's the devil on my shoulder and the little angel that uh, comes to help me make good decisions or you know forces me into bad decisions. Which I guess you can't be forced into bad decisions, but whatever. That's not what I'm saying. Um, so then I flip flopped it, and Rip Torn pops up, and he's like <laughs> the angel that pops up, like me. And I was discussing it with Ash, and she goes, "I can imagine Rip Torn pops up, and he's the angel." And he's just got, like, you know, godly robes on. He's got, like, the big angel wings. But he's also got a cigar in his mouth and, like, a, like a, like a tumbler of brandy. And I'm like, yeah, that's, that's accurate. And then DeVito pops up, and he's, like, you know, like, the devil who's, like, wearing, like, you know, he's got, like, a, like a silk robe, like a Hugh Hefner robe on, and it's all red. And he's just got, like, he just looks like DeVito, but he's got horns coming out of his head. And he just tries to be very DeVito about things. And, uh... You know, so I, I can't decide which one I want to be which. Uh, who's going to be the angel? Who's going to be the devil? So I need your help as uh, listeners. I need uh, feedback from the EOS Army and uh, the, the, the Element of Surprise fan base. I need you to tell me who better suits the angel and who better suits the devil, Rip Torn or uh, Danny DeVito, and why. That would be uh, awesome. So that way, whenever I do make... Uh, you know, my decisions in the future, I can know who to imagine in what role. 
because I just don't go around making decisions, you know, logically. I don't ever just say, you know what, I'm, I'm going to think this out and, uh, you know, flesh it out and make a list of pros and cons. No, there's got to be some fucking crazy shit with Danny DeVito as, a, as an angel or devil and Rip Torn as an angel or devil showing up and, you know, just kind of, like, making decisions for me. So that's kind of what I was thinking about this morning. And uh, as usual, also, uh, Dog the Bounty Hunter on TV. And, uh, you know, I just was rewriting that song, as I usually do. And, you know, I've talked about this before at uh, great length, so I'm not going to rehash. I'm not going to make that old breakfast again. But, um, you know, I just, I, it's very entertaining to me to just rewrite lyrics to television theme songs, specifically uh, the more ridiculous the show is. So you get Dog the Bounty Hunter, and it's got Ozzy Osbourne's, uh, you know, he plays that song by Ozzy, like Ozzy plays their opening song about, you know, him being the dog and uh, being a bounty hunter. And, you know, it's, 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 it's just a classic Ozzy, um, classic Ozzy uh, Osbourne song. And, you know, he just, he does it, it's like, I'm gonna go and get these bad guys. Well, here, hold on, wait, I'll, I'll, I'll play it for you now. And uh, you can tell me. You can tell me what you think. Alright, so this is it. Okay, so that's it. That's the whole song. It's like fucking 35 seconds long. But uh, I just rewrite the lyrics to that, and it's more insane, but I don't know if it's more insane because, you know, first off, you got Ozzy Osbourne singing a song about a guy who's a professional bounty hunter who calls himself the dog. His real name is Dwayne Chapman, by the way. He's a, he's, you know, dog's a cool guy. I, I, I got nothing personal against the dog. But, uh, you know, I've, I've talked at length about his feathered mullet, and you don't know if it's long hair that's... as being the dog and they you know he comes out and he's the dog but uh, I rewrite the the lyrics as that as I'm walking around and I'll just be walking around my house getting ready in the morning and I'll be like there's a cat sitting in the kitchen my son is probably doing something I think I've gotta take a morning shit I better not cuz I'm the dog and that's a very dumbed-down version of what I normally come up with you know, so, I, I mean, I don't know, like, like a lot of times, like, I, I, I did one earlier that's like, one time I woke up in a shelter, there's crimson paint on the walls, there's sauce and pickles and avocados, and they think they're great, but I'm the dog, and it's like, that makes no fucking sense, that's just goddamn fucking insanity, that's, that's my mentally irregular brain just picking fucking words at random and plastering them. <laughs> Just plastering them into a song, you know, because I don't sit down. I don't think I, I don't think 
a lot of these things out beforehand. I'm not like, yeah, you know, again, I just got done saying, I don't think out the decisions I make. I don't logically sit down and flesh things out and write a list of pros and cons. It's DeVito and Rip Torn popping up on my shoulder. Maybe Leslie Nielsen's in there somewhere. And uh, then John Voigt comes in and he fucking like just starts punching people. You know, that's, that's, that's how my decision-making process goes. So I just grab words. It's kind of like, um, you know, the old adage of uh, spaghetti, throw spaghetti against the wall and see what sticks. You know, that's just kind of how I, how I work naturally. It's um, amazing I've been able to live 35 years, almost 36 years without incident. And, uh, you know, because I've, I've, I've very rarely in my life been injured. I've very rarely uh, come close to death, uh, which I guess is good. But all that being said, you know, I, you'd think with the way my mind works that it's like, oh, this guy's going to get killed. And a lot of the decisions I've made in my life, I'm surprised I haven't. But... Um, you know, so that, anyway, that's that's what I do with the the theme song to Dog. Um, I've also been thinking recently. Yeah, I know, no segues today. Not, I'm not going. I'm just kind of like I said, off the cuff, just whatever comes to mind. Um, I've been thinking a little bit today. Like, I, okay, Jaws was on uh, last weekend. I was watching Jaws, the Jaws marathon. Jaws one, two, Jaws one and two. I watched. Uh, I couldn't bring myself to watch Jaws three. We're there at Sea World with Dennis Quaid who is apparently playing Roy Scheider's son in the third one, which, uh, you know what, I, I grew up watching the Jaws movies. It's just I always hated three and four so much that I didn't realize in the third one that those characters were supposed to be the adult children of uh, Chief Brody. Because I just, I'm just i just like, yeah, it's a shark at SeaWorld. There's dolphins, the shark's there. Okay, it's Jaws 3, it's in 3D. Uh, Louis Gossett Jr.'s there. At the end, it crashes into the thing. It fills everything up with water, which is, you know, what a shark would do. But uh, that guy has a grenade in its throat, and he's in there. But, uh, you know, it just hit me the other night that I'm like, oh, shit, those are the Brodies. Those are, that's uh, Sean and Michael Brody. And then in the fourth one, it's obviously um, Michael Brody because they just specifically say that, and Lorraine Gary comes back to play uh, Alan Brody. And uh, the fourth one is just the, the, like one of the worst films ever. Um, you know, she's got a psychic connection connection to the shark for no reason. Um, the shark is literally taking revenge on the Brodies uh, to the point that it kills uh, Sean Brody at the very opening of the film in uh, off the coast of Amity Island. And then when they go on vacation to the Bahamas, it follows them from Amity Island, which is uh, established to be up in New England area, the New England area of the United States, all the way down to the Bahamas. And uh, Mario Van Peebles gets it, uh, puts a tracker on it. It's just, it's just a, you know, it's a, it's a hodgepodge of a fucking terrible movie. Like, they're just like, oh, what can we do with the shark? Uh, you know what? Let's make the shark growl and scream because sharks are physically incapable of doing so. But this one won't be because it's a special shark. It's there to kill the Brodies. But uh, anyway, you know, I digress. I was watching it and I was just thinking about, like, you know, that, that classic line of Roy Scheider's from uh, Jaws where he backs in. He sees the shark for the first time and he backs into uh, the, the cabin of the orca and Quint's sitting there and he goes, uh, you're going to need a bigger boat is the, the way the line is normally quoted. But, uh, you know, I realized a lot of these, a lot of these movie quotes are uh, misquoted often. So I'm going to, I've decided that right now, I just decided right the second, that I, I'm going to list some of my favorite movie quotes where you has how normally, how we uh, normally misquote them, and then I'm going to give you how they actually were said in the film. And uh, if you disagree with me on this, I, I encourage you to, uh, you know, watch all these films and uh, try to correct me. Which you won't be able to, because you know, I'm going to tell you, this is how they're misquoted, this is how they're actually said. Uh, number one, 
Jaws. You're gonna need a, I think you're gonna need a bigger boat. That's not actually the line. What Roy Scheider actually said is, I've got terrible indigestion right now. And Quint looked at him, and that was the uh, that was the actual quote from the movie. Go watch Jaws. You're gonna see. He he sees the shark for the first time. He backs in. He turns to Quint. He says, "I have terrible indigestion right now." And uh, Quint just stares at him. And then uh, Richard Dreyfus comes in as Matt Hooper. Um, another one is Die Hard. You know, uh, him in uh, the scene where uh, now it's not Yippie Kaye, motherfucker. Yippie Kaye, motherfucker is a classic. That's actually what he was said. But uh, there's the scene where he's up in the um, up, up in the, the, the shaft, you know, c crawling through the, uh, the air. Bless. And, like, that's the actual line. You know, people, that's what people always misquote the line as being. Uh, the actual line was he's in there, he's in the, um, he's in the air vents, and he pulls out his lighter and he looks ahead and he's like, I smell methane. And then he closes it off. He closes the lighter because he knows that methane gas will ignite and, and blow him to, to fuck town. So the, the, uh, the misquoted line is, come out to the coast, we'll get together, have a few laughs. The actual line is, I smell methane gas right now. Um, another one is, you know, at the end of uh, classic, uh, the absolutely classic movie, uh, Rocky. You know, there's the line in Rocky 2 where... Uh, Mick, uh, Mick, uh, played by Burgess Meredith, tells Rocky, you know, he wants him to be, he wants him to catch the chicken. He wants him to train by running around and catching that little chicken, because he wants him to be so fast. He needs greasy, white hot speed. He wants him to quote, eat lightning and crap thunder. He wants him to eat lightning and crap thunder. That's the quote, or at least that's how the quote is commonly misquoted. The actual phrase that Mickey says is, you know, he goes, you gotta catch this little chicken, Rock. Rock goes, I don't wanna catch the chicken. Uh, he goes, yeah, you need speed. You need speed. What I want you to do is eat white men and crap a dozen donuts. Watch the movie. Watch the movie again. That's what he says. I want you to eat white men and crap a dozen donuts. And Rocky looks at him all perplexed and runs uh, to the... Ch that's why he runs. He runs away, and then the children start chasing him through the streets, which I've always uh, had this... <laughs> I've always had this mental image in my head because, again, I'm fucking mentally irregular. I'm not right. I've always had this mental image in my head. You know in Rocky Two, where he's running through the streets and he's more famous now because of his fight with Apollo, and the children start getting into the... You know, running, see, and they make it look like it's a race, like they're going to try to outrun him and run with him all the way up to the famous Rocky steps. I imagined uh, that they're chasing him down because they have an insatiable bloodlust and hunger for human flesh. And so they're like, look... him to the ground and feasting upon <laughs> feasting upon his flesh and bloody remains but um, they they can't do it unless it's in the streets of Philadelphia if he gets to the top of the stairs first he's safe and he does and so Rocky is uh, safe from the from the children who uh, want to devour his his flesh so uh, that, that that's that's kind of what I imagined it as. I don't know why I've always imagined it as such, but I just I just have you know don't 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 judge me. We're, we all think things that we're not really sure of. Um, another classic line from another absolutely classic movie is in The Matrix, whenever um, you know Neo is uh, meeting with Morpheus the first time, and you know he 
he tells him about the, the, the two pills. Uh, take the red pill or the blue pill. And if you take the uh, one pill, you'll wake up in the real world and uh, see how far the rabbit hole goes, is how, is how he puts it. That's what um, I almost called him Morgan Freeman. That's not Morgan Freeman. That's Lawrence Fishburne. You, you can't even confuse the two. You can't even confuse Lawrence, Fish, Lawrence Fishburne with Morgan Freeman. Why did I do that? Jesus Christ, I need help. Um, anyway, but uh, Lawrence Fishburne tells him, he's like, or you can stay in Wonderland and see how deep the rabbit hole goes, which is, you know, what he's, uh, what he's trying to say. But that's, the line is misquoted a lot. A lot of people think that he said, stay in Wonderland and see how deep the rabbit hole goes, when in actuality, what he said was, if you take this pill, I'm going to fuck you when you fall asleep. And uh, Neo takes the pill anyway, because that's it. You know, it's Keanu Reeves. That's what he does. So uh, the, the misquoted line is, stay in Wonderland and see how deep the rabbit hole goes. Uh, actual line is, take this pill, and when you fall asleep, I'm going to fuck you. So uh, that's, that's what Morpheus actually said to him. You know, he wanted to see how deep Neo's rabbit hole goes, is where the confusion comes in. So it's completely different. Um, you know, another thing, another mo classic movie line, and uh, forgive me, I'm trying to think of some. I should probably, probably look them up. You know, that's, that's actually a smart idea. Let's, uh, let's be professional for once, because I could always edit this. And uh, let's let's look up some classic movie lines because I'm actually having fun doing this. So, yay! Classic movie lines. I might not edit this. I just might just might just keep doing it. Okay, greatest movie quotes of all time, and tell you how they are uh, actually misquoted. I'm gonna keep going. You know, so we got the. I did Jaws. I did a few Rocky ones. Uh, I did they. The uh, okay, another one. So here's uh, okay. So here we go. Uh, there is Norman Bates' uh, line from Psycho, where you know he says, uh, "We all go a little the we all go a little mad sometimes," you know, and it's coming out of Norman Bates, and he's a psycho, and that's supposed to be like ironically funny, like black humor, it, but it's misquoted because he doesn't say we all go a little mad sometimes. He said, "I had a little crab one time," you know, referring to a, a meal he ate. He, he went out, he sat down at a diner, and he had a little crab, you know. So she's t he's talking with her, and he's getting ready to dress up like his mama and go and stab her in the shower. And, um, you know, he says, oh, I had a little crab one time. He was just informing her about, you know, a meal he had, and he thought it was delicious. But, um, you know, it's, it's misquoted. So, um, in, uh, ooh, the classic movie 2001 A Space Odyssey, uh, there's uh, the part where Dave says, "Open the pod bay doors, please, Hal." But uh, that's you know, and and Hal the uh, the computer doesn't doesn't do it. So, uh, but that's misquoted again. It doesn't say, "Open the pod bay doors, please, Hal." What he actually says is, "This spacesuit itches me in places I wasn't aware that I could get itches." So uh, that's the actual quote. You know, uh, so there's a lot of lot of missed. Uh, misquoted things like Goldfinger you know he goes do you expect me to talk Goldfinger and he goes no Mr. Bond I expect you to die and that's apparently like a very classic line because of the way he said it you know uh, no Mr. Bond I expect you to die but uh, that's not actually what he said it's misquoted what he actually said was I am looking forward to some rum and apple pie and that's what he said and that one, you know what that was stupid I'm, I'm done I'm done with that one that was dumb I, I forgive me uh, 
Okay, how about uh, 16 Candles, where uh, Molly Ringwald says, I can't believe I gave my panties to a geek. That's not actually what she said. She said, I farted in these last night. And then she puts them over my Anthony Michael Hall's face, and he loved it. He, they got into it, and, uh, you know, then James Spader was there, which, you know, nobody, nobody, nobody knocks the fact that James Spader was there. Um, you know what? There's also, uh, how about this one? This is a classic line from a movie, and it's very much misquoted. Uh, Verbal Kent, played by uh, Kevin Spacey from uh, The Usual Suspects, says the greatest trick the devil pulled was, con- was convincing, the, the greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. And just like that, he's gone. But that's not what he said. What he really said is, I got fired from Game of Thrones, and now I make creepy YouTube videos before I go to court. He said that way back, way back in uh, fucking uh, Usual Suspects, which is like 1995. So, I mean, I don't, maybe he could predict the future a little bit about that, but I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Um, you know, let's see, uh, let's see what other ones there are. Okay, uh, oh, how about uh, Joe Pesci in Goodfellas? The part he goes, hey, but funny how? Funny, I mean, like, like I'm a clown, like I amuse you. That's how everybody always misquotes the line. But the actual line was, uh, hey, you know what? You're an upstanding gentleman, and I'm proud to be your friend. So uh, that, that's what he said. He said, you're an upstanding, uh, um, upstanding gentleman, and I'm proud to be your friend, is what he actually said. Then there's, uh, um, oh, and Senator, just one more thing. I love your suit from Hannibal Lecter from Silence of the Lambs. That's a classic line uh, right up there with Hello, Clarice. But that's not actually what he said. He actually said, because he had that mask on and you couldn't understand what he was saying. Um, oh, man. Okay, you know what? This actually lost its luster a lot quicker than I thought it was going to, so we'll move on from that. Uh, Jesus Christ. You know what I realized? Uh, again, for those of you who have listened to my show uh, at all, we have uh, the multitude of cats. You know, we've got uh, two cats. We've got the, uh, the, we've got the this cat who is, um, we have this cat who is the cat that uh, came wandering out of the sewer grate at us and straight into our hearts, and then we got Barnabas, who uh, is the cat with the face. He's got, he's cat with a face, he's a Persian cat, he's got a flat face, but uh, you know what I realized about these cats is that they, it's like they formed like their own society, it's like fucking um, Lord of the Flies with these cats, you know, like uh, they, they, they form their own society, whoever holds the conch, is uh, the leader at the moment, and they just do whatever they want. Like, um, you know, we have a reclining chair, and if you sit in the reclining chair, uh, Barney, the cat with the face, will jump up and he will physically grab hold of your arm. Like, you hear him? Did you just hear him in the background? He does not like that I'm talking about them. But um, he will physically grab hold of your arm, and he will just will not, not let go of it. He just holds on to it very tightly, and uh, he it's something that he does like you know he does it to ash more than anybody because that's usually where she sits barney shut the fuck up i'm trying to record i'm talking about you what are you doing yeah you know it licked the microphone yeah that's him get out of here jesus christ yeah see he came up to the microphone he's disputing what i'm saying he's arguing with me um 
First off, I gotta say two things. I love this cat's face, and I love this cat's balls. His balls gotta go, though, because he is, like, he is, you know, he's still got his balls, but we gotta get his nuts cut, because this cat is, uh, I think, I really think that whenever he's grabbing hold of, uh, the arm and stuff like that, doing his arm grab things, I think it's because he's trying to, like, hump you. Uh, which he, he never has. I've never seen his little red rocket poke out or anything like that, but, uh, you know, he's still got his nuts, and they need cut. Ugh! Jesus, what is it with me and gas lately? It's like every time I... Shider quoted in Jaws. But, um... You know what? That, you know what? I gotta say something. I gotta say that I'm absolutely looking forward to something right now. It's, it, we're, it's 2019 now. This is... I think this is the first episode of 2019, actually, that I'm recording right now. So, uh... You know, it is 2019, and, um... You know, we're, we're officially in the year of, uh, the, the year of Goldblum, but I've, I've decided that, uh, I'm going to also call this the, uh, the official opening year to the mentally irregular era, because, uh, you know, there's a great quote from Danny DeVito in, uh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, where he's walking around and everything like that, and they're talking to Frank, his character Frank, and they're like, you know what, Frank, you just make less and less sense as the days go on. He's like, yeah, yeah, I don't know how many, uh... How many years I got left on this earth? I'm just going to get weird with it. And you've heard me say that before as well. But, uh, you know, I, like that's just it. I don't know exactly how many years I got left. I'm only 35. It, I might have a good 60 years. I might live to be 95 years old. Doubtful, but I might, you know. Um, but, uh, you know, I, for all we know, I could get ran over by a fucking bus tomorrow. So I just might as well get weird with it. Have some fun, you know. Not, not, not worry so much about crazy shit like... Uh, you know, if the government's going to blow us up, or if there's going to be a nuclear war, uh, or if uh, Korean uh, hookers are going to come knocking on my door at fucking 4 a.m. again and ask me for uh, $5 and they love me a long time and I have to tell them get out of here because that's not what we do anymore around here. And then a Mexican guy comes out and he's got a sombrero on and I tell him that's incredibly cliche and racist and he says it's not racist because he's Mexican and I have to say you're absolutely right. Uh, that was racist of me. And then I have to apologize to him publicly. I might, I'd rather not, you know, worry about all that shit. I'm just going to get weird with things. I'm just going to get as weird as I possibly can. And that's what you're going to be uh, hearing from now on. Things is going to just be way more mentally irregular than they than they have been in the past. So, you know, I mean, welcome to the mentally irregular era. And uh, I think as the uh, as it goes on, you can tell how far I'll be degrading into mentally irregularness, um, mentally irregularnessness. Megularistness? I don't know. Fucking, that's... I don't know how to pronounce that. But I, I think you'll be able to tell how far I'm degrading into it by the uh, volume and uh, size of my mustache, which I, has now officially reached Tom Selleck levels. Um, I know that's hard to believe. If you don't believe it, ask me. I can send you a picture. But um, it has officially reached Tom Selleck levels. And me and Ash were discussing last night. It's not, not quite at Sam Elliott levels. It's not there. We got a ways to go yet, but uh, you know we're gonna get there. We're gonna get there together as a, as a team, as a group. Not just me and her, but all of you, all all my uh, faithful EOS Army listeners. We're gonna get there together. So just hang tight, and uh, you know we'll, we'll we'll find a way. Life uh, life uh, finds a way, and uh, you know that's more Jeff Goldblum stuff. Yes, yes, that wasn't even intended. Um, Oh, okay, what else? What else can I think of that I might be slightly bemused by for a few minutes? Um, ooh, okay. You know what we're going to do right now? 
here's what we're going to do. I am going to go back into my timeline on my Facebook, and I'm going to read you quotes, things that I've put up from, like, a long time ago. No, and not just photos. Okay, so, like, uh, let's see. Let's see what I can come up with, and we'll see how things have changed. We'll see how long I've been mentally irregular. Let's take a gander. Let's see. Oh, there's a picture of Mark Hamill with uh, Dick Van Dyke's face on it that I posted a, about a year ago. That's actually quite hilarious. Um, a bunch of pictures of George Carlin and the Joker. A whole bunch. Oh, there's Carl Malden. Um, there's got to be a faster way to do this. I wonder if there's a faster way to do this. Okay. Here's some uh, information that I posted on. Uh, here, here's just some advice that I posted on. Uh, actually, it's oddly enough, exactly one year ago today. Um, January 14th, 2018. Advice from me to you. When fighting, when training to fight a gypsy, remember, a beehive can't be traded for skin grafts after being horribly burned. You have to smile at a trash can and open your heart to a photo of Ric Flair, or else you'll never find happiness in the winter. That's, that's a true fact, you know, that's just really good advice. I'm glad that I took the time to write that out and uh, give it to all you guys. Um, let's see. What else do I have here? Okay, here's one of those, um, you know, fill out, answer with strictly one word things, 25 things, so it, here, here it is. Number one, where's your phone? Somewhere. Two, your hair, too short. Three, your dad, Arkansas. Your favorite food is ramen, my favorite food. Uh, favorite color, red slash orange. Favorite drink, Mountain Dew, which I don't even think Mountain Dew is my favorite drink anymore, so it's funny what can change in two years. Um, fear of heights is moderate. My favorite shoes are uh, Dr. Martin 10 eyelet boots, which is true. Uh, my favorite place to relax is couch. My favorite mood is always be recording, which is true, and I should be recording always. And you know what? Let me take a side note here. I'm glad I stumbled upon that because that, that's something that I don't do enough. I, I wake up every morning and I feel like I should be recording something. But, you know, life happens in a way like I'm, I'm never the guy that ca that catches lightning in a bottle in the moment it's happening that, that always happens uh completely by surprise hence the element of surprise but like you know you know those people that like they're they're eyewitnesses to a train wreck and they film it all on their phone i'm never that guy i walk up to the train wreck and i see the train wreck happening and i'm like oh my god and then after the fact i'm like oh shit i should have recorded that but i never do so um you know i, I gotta somehow change my, my brain chemistry, my, uh, how, how my mind works into uh, just recording at all times and then just editing out the garbage later and saving all the good stuff, which might be a different way of uh, doing stuff. It might uh, hold truer to the element of surprise because even I won't know what I'm going to be in for at the end of the day. Um, regrets, too few to mention. That was uh, that's Frank Sinatra. That's good stuff. Um, hobbies, the element of surprise. And who will take this quiz? People. Probably. I don't know. I don't think anybody did. You know what? This is a good idea. I never even did this. I, I 
I've been thinking about, at, uh, at one point in time, August 2017, actually, I was thinking about school lunches because my son was starting school. for He was starting kindergarten. And I, I thought I should do a back-to-school episode, and I never did. And that, I think that would be a very entertaining episode. But uh, I ended up doing cartoons, which is just as... Just as... Uh, just as entertaining. So let's let's see more advice from the mind of Chadwick J. Suet. Let's see more advice from your mentally irregular host. Okay, so um, I, I at on August fifteenth, twenty seventeen, I advised all my listeners, all of you, to uh, strip down and run yourselves a nice hot bubble bath like Dudley Moore and Arthur. Grab a bottle of everybody's favorite whiskey or schnapps, light some candles, and uh, have a drunken bubble bath orgy for your ear holes. So I mean, that's not actually that bad does anybody remember that SummerSlam commercial where uh, Brock Lesnar F5 to Great White Shark you know what was hilarious about that is that that actually happened that wasn't planned that wasn't part of the commercial like hey Brock we want you to F5 a shark so here we got this rubber shark uh out there and everything, you're going to pick it up and F5 it. It's just they were filming on the beach for SummerSlam, and Brock noticed the shark, and he just dove into the water, and he sub- he fought that shark into submission, and then he picked it up and he just gave it an F5. And it um, it has never been the same after that because, you know, uh, Brock Lesnar F5 is a shark in his free time. That's what he does. That's part, that's part of his training regimen, I think. For UFC, I understood that he uh, he was F5-ing endangered, endangered species. Um yeah okay here's just some random thoughts of mine from back in the day from about six years ago um and just some randomness so uh you know i I decided that i wanted to grow up in 20 on, on in May 17th of 2012, I decided that I wanted to grow up to be Wilford Brimley's character Blair from John Carpenter's movie The Thing. Um, I knew it wouldn't turn out well for me, but at least I get to tell Kurt Russell to fuck off. Um, Or have Kurt Russell tell me to fuck off. Uh, Cats do not run on batteries, I was able to determine. I had uh, several scars to uh, prove that. I, I, I apparently was thinking about the Nickelodeon cartoon Doug... Um, for some reason, which was good stuff. You know, he had a friend named Skeeter, his girlfriend, or his, uh, his, his dog's name was Porkchop, and he, he was in love with uh, Patty Mayonnaise. Um, uh, this Thanksgiving, I said, I'm going to sl- skip the cooking altogether. I'm just going to run around a farm trying to, <laughs> trying to baste live turkeys. That, that sounds like a really good idea to me. And I think that maybe that's what we should do to give thanks this year, is we should just ho- hop, the, uh, hop the fence to some random farmer's farm. And... Uh, just uh, try to baste some fucking live turkeys. That would be good. You know, I mean, I've, I've also been wondering why I can't ever sneak up on a goose. Speaking of trying to a- attack birds, um, I've been waiting to try to sneak up on a goose for years. And it's been my dream for quite a while to grab one and throw it into oncoming traffic. But those those bastards are fucking saucy, man. They get away from you. They always seem to see me coming. I don't know if they, they show like a hive mind, like the Borg. Do you think, you think geese have a hive mind like the Borg? Maybe they do. I don't know. I don't know if they do or not. 
I think they do. I think I think if there's any animal in existence that is very Borg-like by nature, by its very nature, that it would probably be uh, geese. It would definitely have to be geese. You know what? I, I, can I can I comment real quick on something? On uh, you know, in the summertime when it gets hot outside, we 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 go out and we wake to wear shorts. But you know, to to men, just to take to, to men in general. Listen, people, if if you have knees. If you're a man and you've got knees, just, just keep them to yourself. Nobody needs to see your knees. Nobody wants to see your knees. Nobody needs to see that. Keep your knees to yourself. Keep them covered up. Um, I think because I, I also think that people in New Jersey tend to live longer than the rest of us because they like to forget about it. Ah, see what I did there? That was a... Uh, Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, oh, let me tell you a quick story. Okay, so one time. I used to I used to live in this house in Vandegrift, and uh, you know I, that that's not the story, even though that alone should be like in the end. But um, I, I used to live in this house in Vandegrift, and in the window, the, the the kitchen, there was this big like bay window that you could look at, and it like spanned like almost the entire wall. And so one time I was in the kitchen, it was very very dark. It was uh, outside, it was darkness, it was uh, nighttime, and I didn't turn on the the light in the kitchen. There was only a light from the living room on in the distance behind me, but it produced enough light that I didn't need the light the kitchen light on. So um, I'm in the kitchen and I look over and I you ever look and you see your you catch your reflection in the mirror, but it's dark outside. Well, this this happened and I panicked for a minute because I was pretty sure that somebody was outside my kitchen staring in at me, but it was just my own reflection. So uh, there's that story for you. I think, are you all entertained? I, I, I would drop by to sully your, your good name more if you still had one, but you don't. So uh, what am I fucking talking about? I don't know what I'm talking about. I don't know what I'm talking about. I don't know what I'm rambling about. I'm just rambling. Do you ever wish that? Uh, do you ever wish that your limbs were just like ridiculously long? Like I wish that my limbs, like not my legs, but my arms. I think my legs are the proper proper height. You know, I've got I, I stand five foot eight, and I'd like to continue being like five foot eight. But I think that uh, it's possible that my arms could be a little longer. Like I would, you know, I think maybe just like my arms. What are my arms? Probably about two and a half feet a, a piece, three feet a piece. I don't know, but uh, I think that they should be, like, nine and a half feet long, each arm. Each arm, nine and a half feet long. So you end up with, like, 19 feet of arm plus whatever, you know, space is my torso. And I think that would be hilarious because for two reasons. Number one, because I would just be freakish to look at. Um, number two, because I could grab things from really far away. Like, uh, you know, I'm sitting out in my, by my computer uh, as I record this. And yes, Barney, I know. But, yo, okay, and Barney's out in the living room. So, like, he just meowed and everything, and I found that very distracting to what to my thought process. And I could just reach out with my nine-foot arms and pick him up and, like, supplant him somewhere else. Like, I think that would be awesome. Uh, what, 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 uh, extra, what, what extra long limb would you, would, would you want if you could think about it? And, you know, don't get back to me with my dick, because I know that's what you're going to say. A lot of you are going to be like, I want my dick to be extra long. But you know what? That's not really worth it. Don't, don't do that to yourself, because it actually can scare a lot of women. Like, I know there are some women that are into big dicks, but how big is a dick before it's scary? Like, what, what is the actual dick length that becomes scary? Are we talking like a foot? Are we talking a foot and a half? 
What, what, what's a scary dick size? You know, anything over seven inches? I don't know. You tell me. Women, ladies, you get, you get back to me. Tell me, what, at what size does the dick become intimidating? You know, and uh, vice versa. At what size does it become just laughable? So I, I want to know this because I have my own theories, but I want to hear from you. I want to know from I want to hear from my EOS uh, army what uh, are the answer to what size your opinions on what size a dick is uh, frightening versus the size that it is just laughable. Um, hey, random fact of the day: if you eat human flesh, you're a cannibal. I'm not sure if you guys uh, knew that or not, but uh, oh, and uh, a little bit of good news, a little bit of bad news. Good news: I enjoy uh, Campbell's chunky potato soup. Bad news: I don't have any right now. So um, that's just uh, you know, those are just some random facts for you today. So you ever wish that like you could rewrite a uh, a famous a famous book? You ever wish that like you could rewrite a famous book and how would it be different? How would it be different if you rewrote like uh, like I don't know like um, uh, Tale of Two Cities or uh, The Great Gatsby? How would those how would those be books be different if you wrote them? Um, for one, if I if I wrote the Gate Ga the Great Gatsby the Gate Gatsby Jesus Christ if I wrote the Great Gatsby uh, number one, he wouldn't be killed at the end. He would uh, sell his mansion, and he would go start living off the land and become a farmer. And he would sell Gatsby's Gatsby's fine corn. That's how uh, that's how it would work for me. Um, okay, here's some. I'm just gonna give you guys some random thoughts to uh, clear up this episode. I don't know exactly how far I'm gonna go with it, but uh, here are just some random random thoughts of mine that I've had over the years. This one, these are from 2013. Um, if I were a cowboy, I wouldn't use a gun. I'd use a slingshot. And also, I'd only shoot at werewolves. And also, I wouldn't be a cowboy. Um, a great book always gets better when you put it down halfway through and then write the ending yourself. See, what was I just saying? Normally, mine are dead on. It's exactly what was written previously. Um, the saying goes that a bird in the hand is worth two in the bush. And I say, fuck that bird, because it'll probably shit in my hand. And also, fuck that bush. Um... You know, uh, eventually everything happens, and that's kind of the point of things being eventual. I, you know, I, I want to know why I can't throw, and in 2013 I still wanted to know, but I, this is a good point, I still want to know, uh, why I can't just throw rocks whenever I want to. My friend Tim once told me that it's always good to have a rock before he threw it at a McDonald's, and, uh, you know, that's just the life I want to live. I want to live a life where I've just got a, a bag of stones and rocks with me at all times. And if, you know, if I see something that I feel determines uh, the throwing of a rock, I will then throw the rock at whatever I've deemed uh, worthy of being, having a rock thrown at it. Um, you know what, I, this, uh, this I came up with a long time ago, and uh, it's actually still true today. If, should I ever own my own home? Just, you know, be aware. Let it be known that uh, I will have all sorts of, like, dungeon traps and uh, all over the yard and sidewalk. So that way, if you want to come visit, you've got to earn it. You've got to earn it. If you make it, you know, across the moat and over the uh, the traps with, like, the swinging... Like, do you remember the, the giant swinging log from Predator that, uh, you know, that dropped down on the Predator? Down, like, something like that. If you can make it onto the porch, you're safe. And then, you know, that's where... That's where you've earned it, and they'll be like, "All right, yes, now you can come into the house. You've you've earned the visit." So uh, let's see. 
Okay, so here's some more random thoughts for you before we before we end our little uh, mentally irregular trip. Uh, we're gonna. This is a mentally irregular trip down memory lane today. So uh, let's see. Um, oh, oh, good point. Isn't it weird that after watching the insane amount of anime, because I love Japanese anime, isn't it insane though that after what, or isn't it weird that after watching the insane amount of anime I have? And reading the insane amount of uh, Japanese manga, which is anime's comic book form that I have, that I A, still cannot speak Japanese at all, and B, I have no special abilities, transformations, or powers. I mean, I, I just want to know exactly what a guy's got to do uh, these days to be able to, like, energy punch a hole through the moon, or, you know, like, shoot a, uh, shoot a beam of raw energy out of my mouth that... Uh, is able to blow a make a small cr crater in uh, the middle of a city. You know, I don't think that's that much to ask for. Um, you know, I I think uh, also that uh, maybe it's me, but I'm starting to think that maybe grass is getting a little fed up with people walking all over it. You know, sooner or later it's going to revolt and walk all over us, and that's just a fact that we'll have to deal with, I guess. Um, a friend of mine. Uh, recently committed the ultimate atrocity and if you're not familiar with that uh, what that is it's called reverse birth and uh from the looks of it it seems like an unimaginable hell so uh you know reverse birth it's uh, the opposite it's the reverse of birth reversal of birth and it can happen to you at any given point in time in your life it's just a re being birthed re in reverse and it's an, it seems like an unimaginable hell uh, it's uh, probably painful he was screaming a lot of the time he, he begged for help. He was crying. He's like, please make it stop, make it stop. And I just watched in utter horror as it happened. So, you know, and it's the, it's the ultimate atrocity. Um, okay, so tell me, tell me here's, here's, a here's a math equation for you, and tell me if I'm wrong. Coffee plus donuts plus cigarettes. Bless you. Coffee plus donuts plus cigarettes equals a horrible taste being left in my mouth but also a combination that the police, uh, policemen, officers of the law, enjoy uh, all the time. So, is the combination of coffee plus donuts plus cigarettes the what justice tastes like? Is that what that is? Is that the actual physical taste of justice? I imagine it probably is, because you see the cops, they eat the donuts, they smoke the cigarettes, they drink the coffee, and that combination just swills around in their mouth, and they get, lose that taste. And that's got to be what justice tastes like. That's got to be it. Um, the most terrifying and uh, beautiful creature in all of mythology is actually the bastard hybrid of a unicorn and a phoenix. Um, this glorious beast gallops through the shot through the skies, through the Shire. It gallops through the Shire, um, shooting rainbow-colored fire down upon the masses. What a glorious beast! I want to wrangle one. I want to wrangle one and make, beat it into into submission, and then make it my uh, my vehicle. I'll no longer have cars. I will just ride my my Phoenix corn around and uh, you know shoot rainbow colored fire at people. Um, oh, also, can you all do me a favor? Don't thank me for my time. Adding adding that to any conversation that we could be having or have just had diminishes the conversation to me, as the phrase is a waste of my time and yours for having said it. It defeats the entire conversation in the first place. Do not thank me for my time. It's not my time to begin with. I don't own time. I don't have, 
a, a, a basket full of time that I'm just like, oh, here, and have, have some time. I, I don't, that's not how it goes. You know, it's your time as much as it's mine. Stop thanking me for my time. Um, okay, what, what else? Let's see, let's see, let's see. Okay, you know what? Going back to that two birds, one stone biz. A, uh, <clears throat> that was my uh, throat, sorry. Uh, but going back to that uh, two birds, one stone business, uh, a buddy of mine said to me recently regarding a work-related success of his that uh, that's how you kill two birds with one stone. Um, to which I replied to him, yes, just be careful which stone you throw. And he looked at me oddly and asked, he's like, why? And I said, because a lot of those stones are my friends. So, you know, going back to what Tim said about it's always good to have a rock. Um, you know, it, it is. It's always good to have a rock. And, uh, you know, make friends with your rock. Make friends with your rock. Ah, da, 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 da. I have way too much on my mind to sum up right now anymore so I think I'm just gonna call it at this point uh, let's be honest let's be honest as we do this is not the best episode I've ever recorded that being said I'm not gonna do any editing up to it and you're gonna listen to it in its entirety you're gonna go on the same journey that I just put myself through and uh, you know um, if you make it this far into it then I salute you and I promise that as, as 2019 goes on they are gonna get better uh, this is just what happens whenever I fly off the cuff and just run off of fucking no, no plans and don't bullet point anything because I've got to. I've got to, the way my mind works, I've got to bullet point things. I've got to have a strategy because if I don't, I just, you know, I don't know where I'm going half the time. Like, you know, even, even with like regular everyday life, like, oh, okay, I got to go to work today. So, you know, I have my day scheduled out. I'm yawning. It's 9.30 in the fucking morning and I'm yawning. Am I that tired? Jesus Christ. But, uh, you know, I, I just, I, I operate differently, is what I'm saying. And maybe you do, too. Maybe we're, maybe that's how we're meant to be as people. But if you made it this far, I, I commend you. I salute you. You've won the, uh, the gold star of the element of surprise. And uh, you won your prize. And to collect your prize, here's what I want you to do. Um, here's how you collect your prize. I want you to get in your car. Go out to your car right now. It's probably, if you're in Pennsylvania, it's probably cold and a little bit of snow. So uh, heat your car up for about five minutes before you decide to drive anywhere. Make sure the, uh, um... Defrosters are on, defrost your windshields, and uh, scrape off any ice, and then then get in your car. And I want you to go. All right, are you in your car? Good. Okay, proceed driving forward. Make a left. Make a left at the first light, or the first stop sign. Okay. Okay, at this next upcoming light or stop sign, make a right. Good, have you done that? All right, awesome. Continue in this direction for 12.19 miles. Yes, 12.19 miles. Once you've, okay, are you, once you've accomplished that, I want you to turn to the left again and traverse up a small hill. You'll see a house there. Leaving the car idling, get out of your car, walk up to the house, knock on the front door. An old woman with, glazed, with, a, with one blind eye that's glazed over white will answer. She will snap her fingers at you. This will produce small croissants inside of a, uh, like a fanny pack type pouch that you are now adorned with. Get back in your car. Turn around. Drive as far as you can in the direction away from the house. Don't make any turns. Don't do anything else. Just drive straight away from the house for uh, exactly three 
hours and 21 minutes. Once you have driven uh, away from the house for three hours and 21 minutes, I want you to, you, you'll notice a cow. There will be a cow standing in the middle of the road. I want you to turn your car off, take the keys out of the ignition, throw the keys into a field, lock, open your door, lock all the doors, step out of the car, close the car door. All your, your car is now locked from the inside. You don't know where your keys are. Walk up to the cow. Go up to the cow. Pull on its fourth udder. On its fourth udder. Do not pull the first, second, or third udders because that's when a ghost will come out. A ghost will come out and frighten you away, and this won't work. But if you pull on the fourth udder, this will turn on, unlock your car doors and turn your car back on for you. Get back into your car and drive 3.12 hours in the opposite direction. This will bring you back to the old lady with the blind eyes house. She will then ask what caused such a commotion and reach into her fanny pack, which she's also wearing, and produce for you a copy of MacGyver Season 1, and that is your prize. It will be autographed by me, as well as Richard Dean Anderson's... Uh, like nephew or cousin a member of richard dean anderson's family will also have signed it so that's your prize um accomplish that and that's that's what you get for sticking with us through uh this the first uh 56 minutes of the of nonsense that i put you through today um and before i let you go of course check out a fireside chat hosted by uh my good friend ryan mccormick uh grimace um Check out 4AM Knows All My Secrets, hosted by Ryan and Tiffany Moore from uh, Thoughts on Top of Ferris Wheel and uh, More Than You Can Chew. Uh, 4AM Knows All My Secrets. I haven't heard an uh, episode of that in probably about three weeks. I'm, I wonder if they put out anything new, because uh, that, that's really one of my favorite podcasts. It really is. Um, also check out Case in Point with Justin Case. Um, the first two you can hear on Libsyn. The second one you can hear on Audioboom and uh, find it also on YouTube now. And then, of course, there's uh, the boys at McSauce doing their comic book podcast. Yes, Barney, the boys at McSauce are doing their comic book podcast. And uh, that's on Podomatic and also on YouTube as well. So uh, check all those out. Thank you for sticking with us. And, of course, as always, welcome to the mentally irregular era. Let's cue the fucking bear music. <laughs>